Welcome to Winefields. It's me, Joshua Michael. I've got Mr. Sergeant Slick there. Hello, hello. Tonight, and we've got our guest on tonight, Mr. B Mobile. How you doing, baby? Yo, what's going on? What's going on? My unlimited network. How we doing tonight? We're doing pretty good, man. I love the smile on your face tonight. Look, we get a little bit of some good, nice, nice, and some of that good, good. Man, you know, I always have a smile when we make this money, make them sales. We got more subscribers than ever coming to the network. And fuck Sprint, right? <laughs> uh, you know, basically, you know, they're, they're going to go bye-bye here come August 2nd, so we ain't got to worry about them. We ain't got to worry about them. They're going to be all they, – they can either promote themselves the customer or uh, just get that Boost Mobile, right? So I promote themselves to customers more like it, you know. That Boost Mobile is no good either. If it's not B Mobile, it's not official. Man, <laughs> man uh, you gotta have. We gotta figure out some like jobber to just show up as Boost Mobile for you to stomp them. <laughs> man, whatever promoter wants to do that and try me, we ready to go. Um, I know you guys seen the new gear we got. Combat mode is approved. Combat mode, more like uh, artillery combat zone approved, man. <laughs> you know, I call it uh, B Mobile uh, Mobile Sales Rep a go because anywhere I go, I have so much to offer. And that best, we gonna pull out phones, antennas. We're going to pull out batteries, keychains. Hey, you guys saw on a last hardware, I'm so sorry, last hardcore show, pulled out a cookie sheet and started beating down Joe with it, you know? You, you did. You did. Now, uh, let, let's start from the beginning, man. Like, so, uh, guys, we, we got to just boil it down. We're friends. We bullshit all the time. So for, forgive us if we're talking in lingo that you don't know what we're saying. Um, it's... Working in Colorado Springs wrestling is one of the best things that's ever happened in my life, and I've got Slick in my corner. B, man, I I can't tell you how much fun I had with you guys in, in the car car trip of uh, Black Wrestlers Matter. Uh, two weeks, <laughs> like I haven't laughed that much in years, man. Like that was such a good time, man. Uh, what was your mindset? What was both you guys' mindset when we we're on the way to Black Black Wrestlers Matter? Uh, well, I'll let you go first, brother. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, uh, shoot, my whole mindset going up there was just putting on a good show, letting everyone know that uh, there's definitely a lot that the black uh, wrestlers can offer, you know, inside the Colorado atmosphere. Uh, you know, I'm a huge shout out to Primos for even uh, helping us put that show together and even allowing us, you know, come out and uh, help use their name, their venue, their everything, just try to, you know, get ourselves over and, uh, you know, make sure that uh, we help. Uh, them get over as well you know we never wanted to uh, you know put on a bad show you know and uh, going up there talking with Slick and you guys uh, having fun you know that really took my mind off kind of the stress of you know making sure we don't mess up making sure you know I don't look stupid or anything like that yeah we had to make sure everyone looked good that night man that was a that was a real of all the shows I've DJed and ran sound for man that one like they they gave me all this sound system like that was a Ferrari, 
and like just like <laughs> use it. Like I had my shit on me, but like no, just use this. And um, I just had to make sure everything went well, man. And for the sound wise, and like there was a couple hiccups at the beginning, but it was just it was something else, man. Like the moms were there, grandmoms were there. Uh, everyone was in a good mood, man. That, that was. That was something else, man. I really appreciate you guys letting me be part of that. I know it wasn't one of those things where I couldn't be there because I'm not black, but you guys really accepted. Well, you me. were today. You you were that day, so you weren't invited <laughs> to the kickout. Hey, man, you got to exactly what you say. You got invited to the kickout. You had your color card. I took a plate or two on the way home. That's for damn sure. <laughs> 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 That's for damn sure. Now, Mr. B Mobile, this is all about you tonight, baby. Uh, let's talk about the beginning. So, I don't know. How far you want to go with me? The first time you saw wrestling, uh, who your first dude was, when you first decided to start wrestling, what's your favorite part? Shoot, man. Uh, no lie. My favorite part is uh, the true beginning. You know, it's that atmosphere of seeing that first wrestling match, that first wrestling match live, uh, the first WrestleMania all that stuff, you know, uh, I remember just being young and my entire family sitting around watching wrestling. I think it was on uh, Mondays and uh, Thursdays at that time, and they were always really hyped. Uh, I love to see, you know, Stone Cold, Rock. Uh, those are always two of my favorites, uh, you know, and that's what really... That's what really started, you know. If you guys can't tell, I always walk around like I'm just the rock. I always have just that ego that I can do it attitude, you know. And I always take it back to right then and there when I was a kid. You got that smile. That's for goddamn sure. <laughs> that's that's, for, that's <laughs> yeah. That. God, God, Jesus Christ, that smile. That dude. Smile okay, sales. So, so I'm going to tell you. Okay, so this is just one thing. I, I don't mean to step on you, B-Mobile, but I'm going to put this out there. The one thing about B-Mobile is if he's not smiling, he's selling all the time. And I'm like, bruh, are you, are you hurt? No, I'm fine. I'm like, oh, really? Can you stop it, please? Because, I, I mean, how many times have I done it and I've done a move on you when we train together and I actually think that I legit hurt you? Oh man, B was selling even during the fucking warm-ups last night, man. Exactly. The dude the dude is like he's like the he's like Colorado's Zolf Ziggler for real. Cause he I was like, Jesus, man. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. You know the hard work. Oh of course, of course. The hard work was there, man. So okay, so you're watching Raw, you're watching SmackDown. What year were we talking about? Two thousand, two thousand one. Shoot, man. 2000, 2001, 90, 95, all of that time frame. Uh, I didn't stop watching wrestling realistically until uh, the whole ruthless aggression era, which is so, which is so funny. It's my favorite wrestler of all time is John Cena. Really? Because that's when I tuned out, man. Once it got like to uh, Cena, I was done. Oh Lord, I'm I'm, I'm you didn't I'm, like the Doctor Thugonomics? No, I didn't because uh, I was going to the clubs and I saw those that guys. Man, man, you don't even know. No, I was going to the clubs all the time and I saw those doctors of Thugonomics every fucking night striking out. So, uh, <laughs> uh, all right, all right, you got your you got your bellies full, you know. I can dig that. Yeah, so so you're starting, you're having a good time. Who are your dudes, man? Who are your dudes? Uh, as far as what you mean, who my dudes are, your, who my your, dream opponents, your your wrestler, your favorite wrestlers at the time, man. 
Oh, my favorite wrestlers at the time, like right now in this day and age? No, when you started, man. When you started, when you were watching Doctor of Thugonomics. Doctor, that's Cena. Cena was it, man. Back then, Cena's the only person that drew me back into wrestling. I mean, it was Cena, then Eddie. You know, no disrespect on Eddie. He's a legend. But, uh, I mean, seeing Eddie win that world title, that was ice on the cake. I was a fan again. Like, I was back in, you know. Every every Monday, every Thursday, then when they moved over to Fridays, I was always on it, you know. And thank God they had it on, uh, you know, the basic cable. Because I didn't always have cable at the time. So seeing it on, you know, WB or UPN, whatever the crap was. Man, that was a godsend back then. I, I do, I do miss the days when I legitimately thought there might be a belt change that night. <laughs> like when they really hyped it up. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, just please, God, give me something on TV with belt change. And I, because none of us could afford pay per views back in the day, man. They were like fifty bucks. Hell, I am about one, and my mom almost slapped the color out of me. <laughs> in fact, I think she did slap some of the color out of me. So I'm a little bit lighter. Man, I think it was uh, WrestleMania 22. I kept begging and begging her to buy it for me. And she was like, she just kept saying no. And we got home Sunday. I just put it on and I just hit buy. And I didn't think the the pay-per-view was going to let me buy it. I thought there was a code or something. (laughs) And it just went straight through. And I was like, oh, crap. Well, shoot, I watched it back to back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She she definitely got me, bro. So how was that ass whooping? Was it worth it? Yeah, man, I was on the edge of my seat. Like, you talk about a title change. I thought Triple <laughs> H was going to beat Cena that night. Like, I swear. That, that match I still watch every now and then just to get hype, just to get that feeling again that, oh, my God, this is this is wrestling. This is what it's about, you know. Anyone that doubts Cena, just go back and watch a few of those matches. You know, I know everyone says CM Punk, but watching with Michaels, watching with Triple H, with Angle, you know, when he was building up, and, I mean, he had some great matches. No, I didn't, I didn't have no problem with Cena. I'm just talking about that ass whooping when you got the half the color smacked out your ass, man, by your moms. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, man, I got when that happened. I don't even want to talk about it, man. My mom, God rest her soul, it was something vicious. Oh man, you know, my I'm brother just ran that. up there and decided to go tell her. He went and bought this. He wanted to go watch The Simpsons or some crap like that. I was like, Nah, don't change the pay per view. Don't change the pay per view. Just in case, man. I'm sorry to hear about your moms, man. That uh, uh, rest in peace, man. But, uh, ah, thank you, thank you. But but even then, man, I feel like I stirred up some trouble. Like you're gonna go to sleep and get an ass whooping in your dreams because she was come back and remember that fucking bill, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, years, years later, she she forgave me. Uh, what's weird enough is uh, you guys know in Colorado we got that entertainment mark. She went there one day and uh, she was just shopping around. She bought me the box set of WrestleMania 22. Oh, so, I mean, I still awesome. have that to the day, you know. It's uh, it's upstairs in the cabinet. That's awesome, man. That's something to be buried with, man. That's awesome. Yeah. All right, so we're having a good time. Like, guys, again, minefielders, uh, we all joke around all the time. So, if we keep giggling about random bullshit, we apologize because, like, you don't know how much fun it is to hang out with all three of us. Like, last night we were at training, and I'm, I'm fucking with B – and it's like, so you forgot your shit, huh? Uh, you forgot your uh, merch at the last goddamn show. <laughs> you know, how much we out? Like, 
13, 14 bucks. And you're like, 15, dog. You know it's 15. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't play with my shirt. Say 15, all right? 15, 15 for the small through large and extra large double XL. We're going to do a clean 20. And no refunds. <laughs> no, no <laughs> refunds, man. Like, all right, so uh, we'll get to the training later because that, that's important. Um, but, okay, so you were the trainee at Colorado Springs right when Randy took over, right? Uh, yeah, you know, that's uh, that's right when I uh, – I don't want to say I got done with training because you're never done with training, but that's when I got to the point where they believed I was eligible to start taking a – independent bookings where you know i didn't have to necessarily get my trainer's approval which you know uh, i always ask my trainers is is this a comfortable booking for me to do well how'd you fall in the gimmick uh the gimmick uh i loved it i mean shoot the the best gimmicks you know like slick uh like slick had said originally uh with me him and guns and randy had kind of started to form this gimmick is the best ones are, you know, the ones you live, you know, I really am yeah. mobile and really sell cell phones. Uh, you know, that's really my life. Well, how did guns have a, like, uh, who were the, who were the main guys that helped you out establishing the gimmick? You, you, you briefly touched on them. Like, uh, give us some credit. Uh, so of course it's guns, uh, rude and, uh, and slick, you know, we had, a. A house show, or not, basically it was a house show. It was inside uh, the CSW training facility, uh, the SoCo Pro. Uh, it was for a birthday party, and uh, I was having trouble kind of coming up with a good name, good gimmick. And, uh, you know, Randy's like, I need a name, I need a name. And I was like, well, just go say Brandon. And he was like, you know, truly, like a Spider-Man moment. And he was like, you know, that's stupid. I'm not that saying that. sucks. <laughs> yeah, that name sucks. Uh, like, no, we're coming up with something different. And we were sitting there, and, you know, I kind of had the B-Money, and uh, the B-Money was initially uh, what I first went out there to. It wasn't, it wasn't truly B-Mobile, it was B-Money, uh, but the gimmick was the same. Uh, you know, they wanted me to be a salesman, they wanted me to carry a few cell phones, use those to always get over, be very interactive with the crowd, because, uh, you know, that's kind of where one of my highlights are, is uh, I'm very engaging, I have that influence whenever I talk to a live audience, and I can get them uh, invested in us. Well, who helped so, you out after me, that, man? Like you mentioned, guns. Uh, what about Sammy? Did he have any uh, hand in that? Animal Sam. Yeah. Yeah, he's one of my, he's one of my trainers now over at Soco Pro. Uh, each day, you know, he's helping me just add on to that gimmick. You know, each time we have a training class. Um, what's cool about Animal Sam is uh, the first time I actually got to work with him was. Uh, my fifth or sixth training, I was having a really hard time, uh, I think, with shoulder tackles. And uh, I finally got in the ring with him. He showed me how to do it. And as he was showing me how to do it, most people, you know, they walk you through. Uh, they, they, they show you, and then uh, they, they take you out to do it. Well, he, he showed me how to do it, and then immediately as, you know, I was expecting him to do the move, uh, he just tackled me, and I had to go for it. And he did that three or four times, and I, I, I got the move. I got the move set, and uh, I still use saying this repetition. Um, and, I mean, when you look at Sam, he's one of the top heels that I see in SoCo, mainly just because of his character. You know, he's so interactive with the crowd. He gets almost everything over. He gets a reaction, whether he's dropping an elbow, stomping a boot. 
he comes out there instantly and he gets a he gets a reaction, whether it's a boo, whether it's a yay. Uh, he's someone I look up to. I want to kind of get that reaction one day when I just go out there without having to say a word. They can just you know go ahead and know who I am, whether they want to you know cheer for me, whether they want to boo for me, and uh, you know go like that. Well, uh, tell me about the other guys that helped you out, man. Well, actually, uh, Slick. Yes, sir. When did you first meet B? I'm sorry, can you say that one more time? (laughs) When did you first meet B? Okay, so I met B in December of 20... Was it 2018? Yeah, it was 2018. 2018. It was 2018. It was kind of crazy because it was me, it was B, it was uh, Damian Malice, Gabriel Alexander... And, you know, I was almost hesitant to to do it because I'm like, I was like, I'm, the, I'm old, I'm bad, you know, all that stuff. And and B-Mobile was like the first guy's like, yeah, I got you, I got you, we can, all, we can do this. And as, you know, people move on, like Gabriel, he's in uh, Arizona doing his thing, being champion. And, uh, you know, Damian Malice, he was a champion in uh, various promotions, but he... Uh, he had to go uh, to. He had to go, and now he's a dad, so that's cool. Yeah, but uh, shout, out, shout out to little little Trayvon and him. Miss you, brother. Hope we can see you again soon. But uh, yeah, the only thing that was constant was me and Brandon. So every time, I'm sorry, me and B Mobile, because every time we trained, every time we trained, we literally like. We've had training matches against each other. You know, we tried out moves on each other. He's tried out moves on me. I tried out moves on him. In fact, some of the moves that I did in my match against Big Guns, my first and second match, it was actually, and a lot of people don't know this, This was it was because of BMO. Because I would have never tried attempted the sliding STO if it wasn't for him and you know he's done a lot of stuff for me so I, I he's a very he's a he's a big credit to what to how I developed hey much appreciate it man but I'm still getting as soon as I heal up if I heal up we still we still going one on one that that that's happening that 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 is happening hey. It has to, man. We're training partners, so you know, once you finally get hit up, we got to get a program going on. You know, I, I, I agree. What's up? Well, so you're looking Maybe for Josh a program. Surrendit, you know, you're looking for a program. <laughs> now, I need B. I need a favor out of you. I need you to snap Mr. Slick out of this fucking funk he's out of. And because he's always talking down on himself, and it's driving me crazy. And uh, he's not talking down, but like I said, I I'm, I'm I'm humble. Okay, Anthony is humble. Slick is an ass. Get it right. Slick is an asshole, but Anthony. So Anthony is humble, and I'm I'm extremely humble because, like I said, I told and and B Mobile. You can say you can you can if I'm wrong, you could go ahead and correct me. But when he did, what was it? It was it was your, the first Black Lives Matter show. I mean, Black Wrestlers Matter show, and the second Black Wrestlers Matter show, and the show um, the match against guns. I said, you know what, man, I'm proud of you. I'm I'm proud as hell of you. So that's Anthony. Slick, on the other hand, is he's gonna beat P Mobile's ass as soon as he comes back. I'm going after everybody, and who, and who better than to come after than my training partner? Hey man, if you want to be another member 
on the you know cancellation list. I'm cool with it, but well, you, did, you did sell you know, that Galaxy but, uh, Seven, man. You, you sold them that Galaxy Seven, and that blew up in his ass. So. <laughs> Hey, that's what he gets. He didn't buy that extended warranty. So, man, I didn't get paid nothing for selling him that phone. No. I would need him to activate the tablet line, too, and he was playing with me. Trying to get the tablet line, trying to get that pop socket, trying to get that cover, all the above. Exactly. Go ahead and plug us now. If you come to my store, I need you to do all that. When you upgrade, we get the tablet, we get the watch. We're getting a case screen, the pop socket, the extended warranty. Mm-hmm. It's all going to be under the manager special. You know what? We're going to get to a special later on in this podcast, all right? I'm thinking about it because I want to know who the hell you've been talking to in all the goddamn ring matches you're into, man. Because all I know is your girl might be in the crowd, but you're talking to somebody else. <laughs> Hey, I have subscribers on the network, all right? The page is already almost up to about 100 likes. That's just getting started within the past month or so, you know, getting that push, getting that grind, uh, you know. But we get subscribers to the network, you know. Uh, the last few shows I went to, you'd be surprised how people ask me for merch and people want to buy one of the shirts and want to show some support. And, you know, they want to let everyone know, hey, I am part of the B-Mobile Unlimited Network. I do have the uh, UWO Unlimited Warranty, all right? I am part of the group. So, you know, that merchandise, it's it's here. It's coming. It's going to be at the next show. So don't even worry about it. You, you guys are going to see how many subscribers we got. I'm not even By the way, I'm I want to com- uh, compliment you. Sorry to interrupt you, brother. Uh, I want to compliment you on your ability to channel your inner Bret Hart. Because that's the first thing I saw when I saw you at uh, the last CSW show. I'm like, this dude looked like Bret Hart. Like, literally Bret Hart. The only thing he was missing was the jacket. If you, if you have the jacket, I'm just saying. Here's the flag, Jake. Yeah, man. The gear, it was uh, it was tough, you know. Uh, <laughs> slick as you know, I, I never wanted to do tights, but uh, Guns, he's always pushed me to do tights, uh, to get into those boots. He said, once you get that, you'll feel so much comfortable. You'll look and uh, you'll feel like a real wrestler. And uh, that last CSW show, once I had that gear all together, uh, I really felt like a wrestler for the first time. And uh, I had one of my best matches, you know, I feel like. And, uh, Dude, that was heavy. Uh, the gear definitely helps. That was heavy, but I'm not going to lie. You reminded me of Gangsta Licious. Uh, Gangsta. <laughs> Gangsta. <laughs> Gangsta clothes for gangsters. <laughs> you, you were just missing the Gangsta Licious. Hey, I love it. I, I, I love it. And, and like I said, man, that last CSW show, when I tell you how many subscribers I got, at the end of the night, oh, we need pictures during intermission. Hey, where's your gear at? Uh, when I'm walking across the crowd, oh, pick me, pick me, pick me. Uh, uh, you know, people definitely, they love it. You know, they love the gear. Uh, I definitely think uh, the, the pink uh, the pink tights definitely put it over. Uh, it, it was a work in progress, you know. It took some courage to get into those tights. But if I can do it, you know, Slick, you got to get in some tights, you know. I got to uh, see it when yeah, I, I got. I'm working with the sing. I'm working on the singlet right now. Like I said, uh, I, the tights. Okay, look. Like I said, your brother got crash. Crash got him. <laughs> okay, 
But that's Johnny Crash. You don't really compare me Shout out Crash. to the insatiable. Shout out to the insatiable Johnny Crash, brother. We love you so much. Yeah, but you don't really compare me to Johnny. Come on now. That's I mean, don't do that now. But I actually got a couple of ideas on uh, what I'm gonna wear when I come back. I mean, hell, I might I might do the tights. I might do the singlet. I might do something all you know, all a little bit different. You never. That's the thing about me. You never know what I'm gonna do. What I'm thinking about. I got like 15. 15 kajillion ideas going around in my head. I don't know what I'm going to do for one to one when I come back. You're going to do the so gangsta. You're going to do the gangsta. Oh, yeah, of course. You're going to do the gangsta delicious <laughs> wrestling. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm a, that's, all, that's all you, my brand. That's all you. I can't I can't do that. I'll do, hell, I'll fucking rock some pink. I'm the DJ, man. No one can fuck with me. I'm up there dancing my ass off. Courage, man. You know, uh, it definitely took some courage. But once I got out in front of the audience, uh, uh, that first go around when the fans started to fill up and I started, and I was out there fully geared up, uh, engaging with the audience, you know, it really put it over, you know, some wrestlers are back. I know they were skeptical. Uh, but again, once they saw that reaction, they were like, well, goddamn, this, this look definitely went over. Like, uh, it went over like hot, like hotcakes, you know, it was something quick. Well, and that was actually, was that your first uh, hardcore match or did you have some uh, other hardcore matches? Because I think that was what, your first or your second? Because you haven't had a lot of hardcore matches on your belt. Second? Okay, yeah, you know, I have a dark hardcore match under my belt, of course. Uh, I think you wrestled it. It was with, uh, uh, it was with Jimbo. I think I may have wrestled. No, I, I, like I, I said, I've wrestled I in remember. matches. It's I don't even remember. I, I remember. I remember that night. I, that was, that had a. If I'm not mistaken, that had a cookie sheet in that night. Yeah. Yeah, there was a cookie sheet in the night. But I, I want to rewind a little bit here. Okay, so you you're forgive me, but you're pretty green. But if anyone had seen you last Saturday, they wouldn't know you were green. So I appreciate that about you um, because you, you've been pretty loyal to the brand. CSW. You've been in Primo's. Yeah. Like you're doing a good job networking. I mean you're getting every gig you can get. But I'm not saying you're green like you look green, but I'm just saying in terms of time length. Uh, I want to rewind to from the first time I saw you because I think the first time I met you – you were doing drills in the back while Sammy and Randy and I were talking shit in the garage and you came in and said, what's up? And you had to go. Um, but then next thing I know you're B mobile and you're over like instantly over. Like I'm like, isn't that the trainee guy? Cause they, they introduced you as the trainee, right? Yeah. They, they introduced yeah. you as the trainee and, uh, you weren't the trainee for long, like one match. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was, you know. Uh, I saw how how I was at one school, and uh, once I, I uh, you know, and I'll call the school what it is, Empower. Empower is a great uh, starter school for uh, learning how to become a professional wrestler. Uh, once you get to a certain period, uh, you do have to uh, either find someone who wants to, to work stiff style in that sort of ring, or you have to uh, go somewhere uh, else to another school uh, that offers, you know, uh, an actual wrestling ring. And uh, that's, you know, one of those good things about Anil Sam is he, he did start SoCo Pro. And uh, you're right, that's one of the first few times I had met you there. 
And, uh, you know, uh, the, the one good thing about Randy and Sam is uh, they don't book anybody or they don't just take anyone without giving them kind of like a trial, uh, without making them a trainee, even if you've been in the business, you know, uh, let's say uh, six months, five years, they want to see what you have, you know, they're not just going to take someone's word for it. Uh, that's the one good thing about, you know, Randy being a CSW owner and having that CSW uh, affiliated school, you know, SoCo Pro just right in the uh, in that alleyway, you know, right in that backyard. Uh, it's just a beautiful thing. How do you deal with that stress, man? Because, like, you, you got over pretty quick. Um, were you... Ex- were you expecting to get over that quick or were you just going to push yourself until you got over that quick? Like you were going to be over no matter what. Uh, if you want me to be honest, it was, it was both. It was definitely both. I was either going to uh, go out there and be instantly over. I was going to go out there and I was going to push until I was done. Uh, that's one of the one things uh, uh, Jimbo and uh, big guns had always taught me uh, when I was at the empower trains uh, training academies. You know, uh, if it doesn't work the first time, you might want to see what didn't work, uh, tweak it. Uh, what did work, keep it and uh, keep moving forward. You know, uh, Rome wasn't built overnight, so uh, it's, it's work in progress. Uh, but the B Mobile, uh, the only reason I knew that one was going to get over and I kind of had the confidence to step out there, full character, full sleaze ball, uh, was just because uh, everyone we talked to, once we told them the gimmick, it stuck in their head. I took a Manny Lemon seminar a while ago, and one thing I got from his seminar uh, was uh, make sure the promoters can remember you. Whether it's small detail, big detail, you just want to make sure they stick with you. And I remember these guys uh, from a, a promotion, and their names uh, slip in my mind, so I do apologize to them. But they had called me, and they had uh, searched through the grapevine, and they had contacted Jay uh, Jay Zilla, and they're like, we, we want your friend, the cell phone guy. We want to see uh, if we can book him for a match. And uh, I haven't really told anybody, or I hadn't really came out as being mobile like that, uh, but it was just word of mouth about that's what the gimmick was, and I stuck with so many promoters uh, mine, you know, be mobile. When I went to Primo's, they were like, yeah, the, the phone guy. Uh, you know, CSW, the phone guy. Uh, when I went uh, to the Lucha, uh, you know, sometimes they don't speak the best English, but they, they definitely do the cell phone. You know, they're like the phone guy. Yeah. T-Mobile, T-Mobile, you, yeah, yeah. Come on. You're, you're almost stuck. So, you know, B-Mobile definitely stuck and it stuck pretty well. You, uh, got permission from someone very specific to use that, didn't you? Uh, yeah. So, uh, anyone that knows T-Mobile, our CEO, our former CEO, John Ledger, uh, he's heavily involved on social media. So I tweeted him and I was, I showed him, you know, the B-Mobile gimmick and he gave me the thumbs up said, you know, he liked it. Hopefully I won some matches. That's awesome, man. Cause I remember when I worked for T-Mobile, every time I saw that guy, it was either he was cooking or just doing his best to use the word fuck as much as he could in a corporate office. Yep. <laughs> he does. And, and, he gets fined so much. He don't even care. We don't give a shit. And they're like, we're going to let you listen to this guy, but like, uh, I, I think the way my trainer said, don't go full ledger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, think every, I think everybody has said that. Don't go full ledger. Yeah. Don't have, if anything, go one quarter ledger. Don't go full. <laughs> yeah. Or you'll get promoted to customer. You will get promoted yeah. to customer. That's a real promotion. Quick. <laughs> yes. No, it's a hard thing to work at T-Mobile, man. Like you can't just, whether you're on the phone doing servicing or you're in the retail office, man, like, 
It's a hustle. Service number one, man. It, it, man, like I work at, I work at an insurance place. Uh, I work at Progressive, and the thing about working at Progressive is, if I, like, I've had coaching sessions where they're like, "Listen, like, we heard what you said, and we're cool with it." And I'm like, okay, that's fine because I had to put someone not in their place, but I had to make sure someone knew that I was this is my business and I'm in control. But there was one call they listened to my my coach and was like, I don't think you wanted to help this this customer and we have an issue. And that's when it really rang really supreme. Like what it, it's not whether or not I make a sale. It's, it's whether or not I'm willing to help the customer and that is something true blue where you where y'all work and I, I love that about about it because I, I can imagine be in in slick both you guys that if you heard someone not helping a customer uh, you'd fire them yourself yeah uh, a big that's yeah, I mean, because, and the thing about it is, me and B, I mean, I'm just going to go ahead and be honest, so, talking about our shoot jobs, we both work with customers, B is more hands-on, I'm actually behind the phone, okay, and the thing about it is, but the the, uh, the amount of challenges are pretty much the same, it's pretty much the same, mm-hmm. you deal with some customer types, some of them, some of them not so pleasant than others, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's, it's it, 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 I mean, it is what it is. At the end of the day, you know, I, I asked myself, I said, did I do everything I could to help this customer? And I'm going to be honest with you. There are some that's just like the nicest way I can say it without being too, uh, sounding like an ass. Some of, some customers are soul crushing. It's yeah. like, oh, oh yeah. my God, yeah. it, it's bad. Yeah. But then there, are, but there are some customers out there that just like, you know what? This is why I do my job. This is why I do what like I do because I like helping people and stuff like that. And then some job, sometimes I'm like, wow, <laughs> you know. How do you so, feel? How do you feel on that? Me, man. Uh, I don't know, man. Customer service is really where it's at. We like happy customers, you know, and that's that's in real life. Happy wife, happy life, happy customers, happy job. You know, whether we got to help them transfer some information, uh, save loved ones, photos, voicemails. You know, we've had some, uh, I've had some amazing customers. I have customers that follow me from store to store. I've had customers that call the 1-800 number and just beg for, for me to get even more promotion. Uh, you know, I have customers buy me lunch pretty often, you know, uh, at least once a week, customers coming back, giving us a good Google review, giving us a shout out again, buy me lunch, find the staff one saying, you know, they just appreciate us being here, helping out. Very nice. Um, you know, and, and I, I, straight up the whole customer service, put the customer service. I do that in the wrestling business as well, you know, that's why but I brought it up. That's why I brought it up because it's all about putting the asses in the seats and making sure that the 10 bucks they spent was like a hundred dollars. Like, you know, they, they may have spent 10 bucks, but they feel like that 10 bucks translated to a hundred dollars because of the show you guys put on because you're that devoted to your shoot job, to your families, um, that you're not going to accept anything less 
in the ring where you get your, exactly. your, your true outlet. And, and I really appreciate you guys opening about your shoot jobs. And, and, and I, I talked about mine too, but, but even then, uh, I imagine that part of the stress is making sure everyone got their 10 bucks. That felt like, can a, I say that felt like a hundred bucks. Can I, say it. Can, say you it. Want, can I tell you something real quick? Tell so me. the thing about me and I told B this when I first started wrestling, like what, about six months in is that, I actually, because uh, one of my coworkers asked me, he's like, why do you do what you do in wrestling? Because, I mean, number one, you're not young. You're in your 40s. And let's just be honest with you, you're getting your ass beat. So why would you do that? I was like, number one, I get to do what most people wish they could do. Because, I mean, I can speak for B when he was younger. Everybody wanted to be, I mean, I could say for me, I actually wanted to be like Ron Simmons or R. Anderson or that. I'm, yeah, I'm showing my age, but when you grew up, you <laughs> know, like you Shawn did. Michaels, Stone Cold, Well, I was, I was more of an Austin fan when he was stunning Steve Austin. Nah, so that was before that. So that was, I was in the 80, mid-80s, early 90s renaissance period i mean i used to do you know silly shit with my brother you know you know hit him with a pillow thinking it was a chair you know i mean grew up with sting and all that and the thing about it is is that what we do uh, speaking for i'm speaking for me not necessarily for me but what i do now i i mean that thing is i'm living life that is escape that is an escape for my life for my normal life, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So no, I you know, you do this. You know, I get I get suplexed on my head a few times. You're like, God damn, did that hurt? Like, yeah, yeah. but it's all it, it looked awesome though, right? I don't think it's an escape, man. This is real life, man. Like, this isn't like you playing video games and chatting with your buddies, man. Both you and B, man. Like, the show you guys put on is not a an escape. It's 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 what you're passionate about, and if. Right. If you weren't passionate about it, I wouldn't be talking right now. I'm a, I'm a no, I, I'm a dick when it comes to this yeah. shit, man. I really am, man. I, I like there's people that have wanted to be on my show. I'm like, yeah, we'll get you, and you know, I'm ignoring phone calls and shit. But um, if you're not passionate about it, you're not. It's, nope. it's not gonna happen. Yeah, exactly. That's what Elias was saying last night, or. Uh, uh, a day or so ago, we were at uh, his seminar. You know, if you're not passionate about it, if you're not respecting the business, leave. Uh, hit the door. You just gotta leave. Leave, exactly. leave, leave. leave. Well, and, you know, I felt that to my core. Now, I'm finally at that at that stage where you know I, I have uh, enough respect for the business where you know I can see you know some of these people. Hey, if you're not really in this, your mind's not really here. We gotta have exactly. you go. You know, don't injure me. Don't injure my friend. Don't injure. Uh, you know, this new guy that I just met, my new wrestling brother, you know, because when we're in the ring, you know, we're taking each other super serious. Uh, on top of that, you know, uh, anything can happen. You know, we want to make sure that we're in tip-top shape. We want to make sure that we treat everyone's life uh, like it truly matters. Now, I, I want to talk about the training, but I want to talk about uh, – we, we, we touched on it earlier. So we met you as a trainee, but then – what was going through your mind after we graduated from the uh, pool hall we were putting our shows on? And next thing we know, we're in a full-fledged, like, rock and roll venue. And you're waiting to come out, waiting for your music to hit. Like, what's going through your mind? Uh, man, what was going through my mind was uh, I actually did it, you know. Uh, all this hard work, you know, the, the year, year and a half of training, you know, paying my dues. Uh, all kind of 
came up to this moment when I came out and I had the crowd uh, instantly, what? Oh, no. Uh, you know, that. <laughs> yep, you know, and they were like, who is this? Who is this? Oh, and uh, I'm on the phone. I'm talking to one of my coworkers. I'm letting them know we got some people in the building. All these kids are trying to give me their money, trying to, uh, you know, buy one of my phones, and I'm just taking their money and <laughs> telling them, get it, no refunds, you know, all this is mine, and I, I, I give a few broken phones away, and there's some little girl in the crowd, and she just is, is so nice, and she's like, oh my god, I love you, and I'm like, okay, well, you're my new employee, so I give her a phone, and, you know, I hire her on the spot, you know, so hopefully she made a few sales when she was at the venue, I haven't, I haven't checked the seats yet, but... <laughs> And that's the beauty of your character that I love because the one I mean because number one you got the type of character that I'm not gonna lie most wrestlers especially got green guys like ourselves would kill to have because the thing about it is you could be the greatest wrestler I mean like for example no respect to, no disrespect to D Malenko but what what did you remember about him? Uh, Great, greatest technical wrestler that you know that laced on the boots. But what was memorable? Careful, about careful. Uh, Versus, don't do not disrespect Dean Malenko on this show. I will, I will freak the fuck out. I'm not, I'm not disrespecting <laughs> him. But what I'm oh, saying is, is that Dean, hold on, drop a, hey, hey, drop a bomb for Dean because he is a legend. Oh whole my legend god, do I love oh, Dean I'm Malenko? Not, and I'm not saying he isn't. Don't get, don't get me wrong. Because like I said, I he's. Like I said, he's one of the best in the game technical-wise. But if you have somebody like Dean versus Eddie, for example, now, which, which one would be more memorable? Thank you. They, they fought each other all the time in ECW. Where I mean, before they went to WCW. Don't at me, because I know no, I know my homework. Did. I, they did. No, I did see one of those matches on YouTube. They had three matches. Yeah. And, uh, and there were one match, uh, I believe Eddie won. The other match, Dean won. The third match, their last match in the promotion, they, I think they had a time a time limit draw, and everybody in the back was uh, came out to the ring. Wow. And they were chanting, please don't go. Okay, now, I think that's the one I saw only because I think it was a, uh, Dark side of the ring kind of led me to see how that relationship kind of how it was. Right. I'm pretty sure that's the one that I saw. And I and I'm not disrespecting Dean Malenko. So if he is listening to the podcast, uh, Mr. Malenko, I got all the respect and love for you. I am not just I am not shortchanging your contribution to the business. Hey, okay? you get unlimited service. You come see me, I get you hooked up with a phone and a plan. <laughs> right? We keep it golden. Hey, you you a member for life. You know what I was saying though is I'm sorry to interrupt. The uh, the the gimmick that you have is that it's awesome because number one you got kids because when you're a kid you never forget your your wrestling show and the thing about it is you being animated and you remember them. I mean, even if they liked you, even if they hated you, they they remember you. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. No, and, and I agree. And uh, I just wanted to disrespect Test because we're being so respectful. I just wanted to hate on Test because I hate that guy. <laughs> I've always hated Test. <laughs> Who the hell is Test? Exactly. Dude, Test is, you know, Test passed away, right? <laughs> Wow. I did not. Yeah. Oh, Tess shit. I, I like that Stephanie McMahon angle he did. And then when he came back as like the enforcer in ECW, 
That was dope. Yeah, he was jacked. He was actually, no, he was the Punisher. My, my favorite Punisher. My favorite test was when it's 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 hard to find the full video, but if you find it, it it'll really pay off. It was Booker T's birthday, and uh, he just finished fighting the uh, the uh, American badass, and it, it turned into a dark match. And uh, Goldust was trying to get trying to get the Undertaker to do a spin a Rooney, and. He, oh, I saw that. He, one. he just he just wouldn't do it. And he just wouldn't do it. And and Triple H came out, did it he did the the, the Triple H Rooney. The the Rock came out, did the Rock a Rooney, and then Test and I can't remember the other guy that came out. I think it, it was someone lame, but like they're they're trying to come out and the Rock was like, Who the hell are you? These are this is for big boys. Get the hell out of here. And then, and I was like, oh damn, poor test. And then uh McMahon came out and did the 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 Vince Rooney. <laughs> the, he did the Vince Rooney. It was it was one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life. Like just constantly hearing dun na 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 he, he, he dope, he dope. Now, uh, said, uh, go ahead. <laughs> well, like, we talked about Black Wrestlers Matter, uh, the show. Uh, who were the Black Wrestlers that stood out to you, man? In that show, uh, definitely Bishop. Uh, seeing him for the first time, like, live in action. Um, crazy, you know. He's definitely intimidating. He's intense. Uh I, I couldn't imagine going up against him right now. You know, uh, he would definitely squash me. As big as I am, you guys know I'm not a. I'm definitely not a small guy at all. But he would definitely be able to rock bottom my big self. Well, what about the black wrestlers that are professional, like more in the bigger leagues, man? That that made you feel like you were included. Um, straight up, Bobby Lashley. Uh, anytime uh, I, I followed him for for a while. Uh, and the thing about Lashley is uh, not only did he get my attention just because he was, you know, a, a black wrestler, you know, we tend to always go towards towards our own. But they said he was from Colorado Springs, you know, his debut when he came out there, he did a squash match. It was from Colorado Springs, Colorado. I stopped everyone. My family stopped everything. And we were just enamored with this guy. Um, Bobby Lashley, I mean, he's he's so much of the man i even started watching impact because of him you know he's he's a really good wrestler i wish wwe would give him a chance to do a lot more he's the uh, i know a lot of people hate that lana storyline but uh at least he got on uh he got some view time out of it well i hope he closed that deal but even then <laughs> uh, well i actually i met bobby lashley in person when i was in the army and the thing about it is you know, i actually have a picture when i when i find it i will upload it on my page but basically what happened was this was after he had a match with uh, John Cena uh, where uh, he lost. And I saw him at the mall. And the thing about it is with wrestlers, I know they value their privacy. And I had my, my, my then wife and my two, uh, three sons with me. And I said, hey, wait here. And then I just walked up to him. I didn't even yell it. Because I, I mean, last thing you want to do is yell, and it actually is the wrestler, and then they invite their privacy. And he was in a Citadel Mall, and I said, "Hey, uh, 
are you are you Bobby Lashley? And he's like, yeah. And he's like, really, really soft spoken. And I was like, uh, I saw your pay per view last night. Uh, first off, you should have won the belt and everything. I don't mean to bother you, but do you mind if you uh, if you take a picture with me and my kids? And he said, of course. Took my took the picture. I shook his hand, and he walked off. And like I said, this was years ago. This is when he had his first run. Wow. So I have to find a picture, but I'll, I'll try and find it to have proof, so you don't think I'm talking out of my ass. No, no, I, I believe you, man. That, that's awesome, man. Way to way to be respectful. Um, but B, like, and 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 you too, like, who are the other black wrestlers that that really like? And I gotta tell you, man. It, it like I'm Mexican, so. Like it's it's there's not a lot of there's not a lot of role models for me. Like when I was a kid, I'm 37. Um, Jose Canseco was everything to me. He was he was my skin color. He spoke my language. He drove a fucking Lamborghini Countach, and he was with Madonna, the love of my life, and, and the car I wanted to drive. And I don't have very many people other than like people like Eddie. But those are few and far between. But now we're getting to a point where it's it's not just a black wrestlers matter thing. It's a black wrestlers will fucking run your ass over and steal your girl, and you're you're, you're not gonna notice. Like, g- give me some more names, both you, B, and Slick. Uh, so I, you want me to go first, B, or I got uh, I got a couple of them. I can drop name drop. I can it. definitely name drop. Uh, got yeah, Bobby I'll give you. I'll give you the. I'll give you the subscribe. All right, if, if they're part of the network. <laughs> so, all right. So locally, uh, of course, Marlon Bishop, uh, the enforcer. Got to give much love to him. Uh, the one that you didn't mention, he's probably going to beat your ass for not even mentioning him. The Devil's Ace and Eric Angel, of course. Uh, he's the one that actually, believe it or not, they didn't was even one. Let me get a chance to talk about it, though. They didn't even give me a chance. <laughs> Talk about it. You, 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 hey. You're sending me a receipt that I didn't even know I had coming, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, no, no disrespect, but uh, let's see. Locally, like I said, you of course, uh, Marlon Bishop, uh, Filter, Big Dog Filter, Big Dog, and Canadian Big dog my own hey. summer motherfucker. He, oh, fucking love that guy. Oh, of course, uh, and of course. The awesome one, Joe Barton, and the best damn tag team this side of the Mississippi, the Canadian Pitbulls. Did Hell, I forget anybody? Hell yeah. No, nah, they all subscribed. I'm, <laughs> I'm clicking subscribe right now just to make sure I'm not getting my ass whooped for something I didn't fucking say. <laughs> yeah, especially with uh, with Eric Angel. Uh, I had my first actual match with him and the Canadian Pitbulls. Uh, it was in Beard. It was a it was a squash match, but uh, I ask Eric uh, every 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 match. How did I do to sustain improvement? Uh, so I hold his word, uh, you know, and his opinion dear to me. It means as much as you know Big Gun's opinion to me right now. You know, those two guys just can, to let them know that I'm making it. Uh, you know, that means everything. It he they stand out, man, because they're. They're different. Like these guys are into shit that most people don't even exist, and they're out there like nothing, proud and true. And goddamn, like if anyone, like one of the things that really pisses me off is when people start talking during an Eric Angel promo because I'm gonna miss something. And if I miss something and everyone's laughing and I miss something, I'm gonna fucking want to kill somebody because those are drop dead laughs. 
the same way he drops people dead in his head. Um, let's talk about let's talk about his pro, his uh, his Canadian pitbull brother because we were hanging out with him last night. Uh, you guys sound off. What's his name? Elias. 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 Elias is the man. He said, uh, well, he has like over 15 years, I think. And I don't want to cut him short, so I'm correct me if I'm wrong. In the business, uh, and it showed less uh, during his training seminar. Uh, it's worth every penny. When he has another one, uh, I'm definitely going to try my hardest uh, to get Same more people here. to go. Because uh, it was uh, wrestling one hundred and one was was in fact what it was. Oh, dude, that was that was something else last night. And I I, I do have to give both of you guys props because I I uh, I was asking Sammy while it started, and then Slick heard what I said. But he gave me a nod. But uh, like I've never been to a wrestling training seminar before. How do I behave myself? How do I make sure I'm not making ass myself or, or interrupt things? And uh, but B. You and, and Slick were the first ones pounding the mat anytime anyone did anything the least bit good or even bad. Uh, the, the amount of positivity both y'all put into put into that was something else. Uh, well, first off, thank you. Uh, and the thing about it is, is that, and B will tell you, like, there were so many times B was like, hey, man, you want to go in the ring and then run the ropes? And I, I was like, bruh, you don't know how, how hard a temptation that is. Because, uh, like I said, yes, I'm a big dude, but I'll run the ropes until I damn near pass out. And I'll run the ropes hard like Steve Austin. I, I would love to take I, yeah, he's he's seen it. I've actually been told, "Hey, stop, stop, stop with the ropes. Stop, stop doing that. You know, you work on your farm, then attack the ropes." And the thing about it is, is that even though I'm not able to, I'm not cleared to train in the ring. The thing about it is, is that you wanna you wanna lead and push your man, your your fellow trainee on because you're tired. And if you never wrestled. You don't know what that shit is like. You don't know how that shit your shit feels when you're winded and you got a 15 minute match and you're six minutes in and like, fuck, I'm gassed out. You know, I've I've done it. I know B's done it a few times. I mean, B's done it like what last Saturday and you got to, you got put through a ladder and Legos, which I'm not jealous of because that shit sucks. Shit, that was, that, that was hard to watch, man. Yeah, it was bad. It was very bad. Love you, but that was, that shit was horrible. <laughs> yeah, you know, but but much like what Slick was saying, you know, being positive with everybody. Uh, every training facility I ever went to, every seminar I went to, that's what they want to see. Uh, they want to see you know cheer on your fellow uh, your fellow your fellow trainee, and they love that positive energy. Uh, once people feel positive, you know, they're either they're, they're going to do better, they're going to feel more comfortable. And uh, the guy we were working with yesterday, I mean, it, it worked. You know, once we started to, to cheer him on, he got out his head, he got, he felt a little bit better, and uh, he started performing a lot better. Well, I want to talk about the training a little bit more in depth because it was something else. Because I saw, I, I, I was slick. You were taking notes. I was yes. I was like locked on like fucking Terminator. I see everything. And yes. B, you didn't cheat on your push-ups. You didn't cheat on the legs. And I'm I'm not gonna t- t- tell anything more about what other uh, exercises we're doing because we got to respect uh, the you know the, the, their their um, 
promotion in terms of their craft because you know you got to pay for it. And then he, but B, you weren't cheating, man. I saw that on on your face, man. Like, uh, what's going through your head when you're too tired, but there's still ten more reps to do? Think, man, uh, I actually think about Slick. Uh, you know his uh, his whole attitude of never giving up. You know, I always kind of you know as corny as it is, I picture his face. I remember cheering him on doing the push ups back when uh, Malice was one of our uh, one of the trainers. He had us doing these uh, these different exercises, and it was like bear crawl to halfway through, then plank, then bear crawl, then like. 25 push-ups, then bear crawl, like, scrunches. And, like, uh, I just remember always cheering Slick on it. That last go-around, Slick actually beat me, and he was the one cheering me on it. I I was tired. And, uh, you know, once I got done, you know, me, him, and Malice, we were kind of sitting around. And uh, Malice told us, you know, if you don't feel the burn, you didn't really exercise. You didn't really do it. And uh, you always got to feel that burn. If you don't feel that burn, you didn't push yourself. Uh, and uh, push yourself every single time you're in that ring. Is that burn in your head when you're about to go on stage? <laughs> yeah, there's a little bit of a burn there, definitely. It's more know? or less like a, a little voice creep right behind you, just like, don't mess up, don't mess up, don't mess up, don't die. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That, that's what I want to know, man. Like, what's going Like, how are you psyching yourself up before I turn your music on? So uh, right when you turn the music on, which uh, we got the new intro music coming, uh, it's definitely going to set a better atmosphere. But I just wait for it, you know, Uh, make sure I have that best thought. I'm pumping myself out. I'm telling, you know, whoever, uh, whoever's in the group with me in the UWO or if, you know, I'm at a primo show, uh, I'm asking Slick, I'm asking Filter, I'm asking Joe, uh, you know, who's the best, who's the subscriber. You know, I'm getting pumped up. The crowd already knows who I am. So in my mind, as soon as that music hits, they need to see B-Mobile. B-Mobile needs to come out there. He needs to be trying to either sell some cell phones. He needs to either be trying to rip off some kids. He needs to be trying to move some merchandise. <laughs> he needs to be just that evil villain. He needs to be that heel. He needs to be the guy that the, the fans do not want to see win. And uh, as soon as I go out there, you know, all those jitters go away. Because I'm not going to lie. Each match I have butterflies, even if it's a quick match, uh, even when me and Slick did training matches back out in power, and they gave us five minutes to, to, to get something together, you know, I'd always have those butterflies. But as soon as, you know, the bell rang, as soon as that music hit, it's all gone, man. Yep. What about after? What about after? What's in your head after? after? Whether you win or lost. Uh, whether I win or lost, it's always me. Could I have done better? Could I have gotten anyone else more invested? Uh, could I have helped this guy get over more? Could I have helped myself get over more? Uh, and as soon as I lost, you know, uh, I got to get back on the, on the grind. You know, losing the match is only part of uh, the job as a wrestler. Uh, the other part is, you know, being in character and uh, moving that merchandise. And, uh, you know, as soon as I lose, you know, I want to look around. I want to see how many people I have invested, all right? If I see you during intermission or if I see you uh, leaving the building, I'm pointing you out. I'm haggling you. Hey, you cheer for me. Here's the shirt right here. 15 bucks. Midnight special, you know. So, so you always got to be thinking about that next step as a wrestler, the next move for, for the day, for the night. 
you you said something that was really key to me was that the first thing you said that you worry about after a match wasn't whether you lost or you won or you look good was whether or not you let the other guy look good too. Absolutely, you know that's uh, that's hallmark paramount for a good wrestler. Like like that, I. I could have told you that that's what you need to say to look good, but it came out naturally. You're no, so that, I truly believe you know. Uh, they they can always go tell the promoter, hey, I never want to work with him again, or they can always go tell the promoter, hey, this is a good guy, I want to work with him again. You know what? I think he's going to do good against such and such. Um, so you know, I always want to make sure I look. Be- I make that guy look good. I never want to make anyone look weak because uh, if yes. we look weak, they're not invested in the show. They're not coming back. Yeah, but even then, like the the way you protect someone like that that that's something else, man. That's uh, I always there's a few things I listen for when I talk to wrestlers, and if they don't say it, I don't believe them. Uh, like when. It, you haven't said it, but I, I can tell right away because we've had conversations before. But when you say that wrestling has saved me, or but when you say that you're looking at like when I ask you whether or not what you're thinking about after the match wasn't whether or not you won or lost or how good you looked. No, the first thing you said was whether you made the other guy look good. So, dude, like that's I'm ten times more invested in you because you said that, and I hope all our rest our, our listeners can understand that sort of uh, concept because the trust involved and whether or not you're a heel or face or thank you. Uh, I, 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 a long story short, I'm trying to say thank you. <laughs> no doubt. All right. I got, and you know what? That's one of the things about B-Mobile that I love shooting again. B-Mobile next to me is probably one of the most humble dudes that I've ever ever had the honor of sharing a ring with because again there and, and B, you know this there was a time a couple of times i wanted to quit you know like yo i'm not getting this i can't can't get the bumps and then you're like no nah, man you're actually a lot better than you think you are and then we got better and then you know so be mobile and like i said you you are very very humble very very talented but I do have one question for you, Joshua. Trying not to steal your thunder or anything. No, now we know hard, you are an up and comer. We know you're in the uh, UWO. But where do we where do we see B Mobile six months to a year from now? I mean, are we seeing we are we going to see him go after some gold? Are we going to you know? Is there anybody that you want to go after? I mean, I'm I'm just curious. I mean, shoot, man. Gold is always, you know, always, always, always something that you want to go ahead and up and obtain, you know. I think that 719 title definitely would look nice around there, you know, B-Mobile waste. Right. Um, you know, we're going to have to see how the network really reacts to that, you know. We're going to see how Gold, uh, if Gold changes the amount of subscribers we have. And and no disrespect to Logan Austin, the new 719 champion. By the way, congrats, champ, and happy birthday. Uh, but, right. But, I mean, hey, B-Mobile at 719 champ, hey, that's got a nice little ring to it. I'm just putting that out there. I mean, the work that the network already has in 719, you know. We will right. fill that you up, you know. I, I can imagine it now. Right. Okay. I mean, that, 
Not to say that that can't happen because you got the tools and obviously you got uh, you got the attention. So maybe you think it happened. I've got yeah, no, Austin Logan. He, he's a he's a few he's a few shows away. You know, I want to give him time to get adjusted to how the network works. Yeah, <laughs> like y- y'all have a uh, network that supplies people with an eight pack. Jesus Christ, man! Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I've got I've got it in my head where if where I'd book you because it just that's just what I do. Uh, I see you in New Era going against. Going against the the creme de la creme, I want to see you in a handicap match against Genesis. I want to see you uh, feud with the UWO if they do you dirty. <laughs> I want to see you in uh, Rocky Mountain Pro with Bruce Wayans and <clears throat> Marlon Bishop. <clears throat> I want to see you guys duke it out for like all three y'all for like a couple of months until you form a faction that is not like a all the time you guys are there it's the faction but like one of those things like when shit goes down y'all get together and destroy something that was equally fucking with you guys I want to see you start running up the card in devotion um Riding with Marlon up there because Marlon was there uh, this morning. Marlon was there this morning. Um, and I want to see Slick with you, man. And I want to be in the back seat, laughing my ass off, pretending that I'm not in danger. <laughs> I want to program with Slick, you know, uh, before he got injured. Uh, that was kind of our goal. We wanted to get like a tag team going for a little bit. Uh, you know, just uh, again to help each other out, get some experience, get comfortable in the ring. Right. Uh, you know, once he gets back up and running, you know, I'm still hoping that we might be able to get that opportunity, depending on you know where things are at. Well, um, like I said, I've always, I, I mean, this is slick talking, not Anthony. I always said that you know anybody can get it. And I, when I come back, I just said, nobody is safe. Anybody can get it. You can call it rated E because it's going to be for everybody. And one of the first people, you can take it as a threat. You can take it as uh, being honorable. But one of the first people that I actually wanted to go after was you. Because I've, because be honest with you, you were probably one of, I mean, because you're my training partner. You know, and I always wanted to see, like, you know, how good, because, I mean, you've gotten great because between when we first started training together and then what happened with me and who I faced and who you faced, obviously we changed, okay? And, you know, like I said, who better, who better to face, for you to face than the person that knows you so well, who knows your moves, who knows how to counter your moves and stuff like that. And we've done that for let's 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 not make let's not make it any a secret. Me and you have been training for a year. We trained each against each other for a year. So you know me very well and I know you very well. So when I return, if I return, the first person I would love to come back against is you. B, what you got to say about that, baby? <laughs> he's coming what's up? He's coming after you, baby. <laughs> but he knew that already. It wasn't a surprise. I ain't scared. I ain't scared. Like I said, he's going to be another member, another member of the network. 
I'll make sure I get my cancellation papers ready for you. No, I just think about Riley from the Boondocks saying, fuck you, fuck your fucking socks, fuck your fucking, <laughs> fuck your fucking B-Mobile shit, fuck you, my president is black and my Lambo is blue, and if I catch you walking down the street, I'm going to slap the shit out of you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got that, you got that scene, remember <laughs> <laughs> hey man, they were doing Scarface. Couldn't help it, man. But uh, of course, of I, I I can't wait to see you guys get together, man. Because I, I would rather see you guys as a loose organization rather than like. Uh, obviously, I want to see you guys tag team together, but not like like where you're in the tag team division. Like where when one or the other needs the other, there you are. Like the the way that uh, um, Bushi showed up and saved Kenny when um, fucking Cody was railing on his ass. Like I want to see, gotcha. I want to see shit like that. Like where like listen, you're not UWO slick, but and B, you're not face, but I'd want to I want to see you help your brother. And then, goddamn man, I, I better be in the fucking car right there in the way back because I'm just gonna be recording and. Probably, probably not being able to use hey, any of it. <laughs> I'm probably gonna be the one driving because I always do. <laughs> Dude, that was yeah, I don't drive. That's not for me. Nah, that was one of the best road trips of my life, man. Like I, I've never, I've never been around or accepted, been accepted that quickly. Uh, two of you guys didn't even fuck, fucking know me from Adam, but we we had that trip. We just had a good time. We showed up, we paid our dues, we set up the ring, we got shit together, we said what's up, and then we all went to our different parts, and then we came together at the end, and God, like, what, like an hour and a half of fucking just talking about New Japan Pro? Jesus, man, B, like, we weren't even letting B text, <laughs> he was trying to make some sales. <laughs> that was, that was just a good time, man, and I, I'm, we're winding down, it's, it's, a uh, last question in a little bit, but. I can't tell you how thankful I was that I was accepted by you guys uh, as just the reporter and the DJ, man, because a lot of people don't don't respect me in whether in person or whatever. But y'all y'all took me in. And that was that was awesome. So thank you. I know that no, no thanks for needed, because like I said, I. Uh, like I said, not just talking as you know your co the co-host or this, but you know you respect wrestling, you love wrestling, and you're you're very passionate about it, and you can tell the passion when you talk about it. I mean, like for example, when we drove up to the uh, Black Light, Black Wrestlers Matter two show, I mean we talked about it for a damn near what two hours, even when we talked about it at the venue, and you know it was my pleasure driving all your girl you guys. Out there, I mean, uh, shout out to the wife, uh, Mrs. Slick, for letting us use our SUV. Because we were drinking. <laughs> yeah, but what's up? Because we were drinking. MB, he was smoking. <laughs> <laughs> shut up, dude. No, but I mean, the thing about it is, is that you know, at the end of the day, you're. I mean, you're not just a wrestling reporter. You're 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 a wrestling fan, and to be in this business, and a b correct me if I'm wrong. To be in this business before you be become a wrestler, you have to be a fan at some point, and you still have to be. And I and I firmly believe in that. Well, B man, just thank you, man. Like uh, you were tired 
and we st- we were still talking the shit, man. And uh, I guess my last question for you um, is: Would you rather have the fast track to AEW or WWE, or would you rather take the more narrative course when you build yourself up when you go to new japan if you're working for uh impact you get a contract with impact you're working and you get to go to new japan or you're doing ring of honor what would you rather have would you rather have the fast track or would you rather have the build up i think we lost b i think we did Still with you guys. Uh, it all depends, you know, the, the AEW and the WWE, if they have the, the right uh, right amount of money, I have the right amount of uh, creative power. And I, uh, not that I'm, you know, all that creative, but, you know, at least uh, the ability to turn down something if I don't like it would always be good. Uh, but, you know, I, I really do want to just build myself up. I want to build up the character I have. I want to cruise around the independent scene. I want to get people kind of uh, really, really invested in me. Kind of like uh, like Seth uh, Seth Rollins, you know, when he was Tyler Black, and a lot of people invested in him throughout all the other promotions. Uh, the American Dragon, Daniel Bryan, uh, uh, he had the same thing, you know. Uh, he had a lot of respect for uh, different promotions, so that when he, he did go to WWE, and then when he did get fired, and he went to all the other independents again, and WWE saw him, I don't know, we need him back, you know. I want something like that, where you know, if I do go to WWE. If I do go to Impact, if I do go somewhere else, it doesn't work out, and I go back on the independent scene, you know, I'm good to go because, you know, they like being mobile. They're plenty well subscribed to the network, so it doesn't matter if I'm on this channel, that channel, if I'm on YouTube, whether I'm in Texas, Alabama, New Mexico, they're just going to find me, and they're going to, you know, they're going to be on the network. Well, man, I hope you're. I hope you've got a good family that supports you, man. That doesn't give you uh, shit for following the dream. I'm sure you're still going to keep paying the bills, but we can't tell you enough how thankful we are for we are for being on the show, man. It's been such a good fucking time talking to you again, man. Thank you, thank you. I appreciate you guys. Appreciate the time, everything. Uh, you know, I look forward to, to work with you guys in the future. All right. Be good, my brother. It, yeah, be good, man. This, this uh, don't hang up. Don't hang up. This conversation is dangerous, and this transmission is over. Stop it! 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 Stop